peace be with you in Jesus' name. Jesus speaks of salt and light. He wants to inspire us to honor the Almighty Creator in ways that are like these elegant and essential things. Jesus draws close to us and guides us with the insight of his own spirit and character. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. His offspring will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. It is well with the man who conducts his affairs with justice, for the righteous will never be moved. He will be remembered forever. He's not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid until he looks in triumph on his adversaries. He has distributed, he has distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn is exalted in honor. That was Psalm 112. God's kindness towards us has no limits. So let us go to him, confident that he will grant us forgiveness for Jesus' sake. We come to our patient, loving Father, confident of his forgiveness for Jesus' sake. Heavenly Father, we confess we need you. Help us to walk humbly before you, our God. In your great mercy, forgive, renew, and lead us to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Almighty God in his mercy has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all your sins. As a servant of Christ and by his authority, I forgive you all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O Lord, strengthen our faith. May we be confident of your almighty power and eternal love for us always. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading is from Isaiah, chapter 58, verses 3 through 9. Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. 
Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Only a day for people to humble themselves? Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying in sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast? A day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this kind of fasting I have chosen to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter when you see the naked to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood? Then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, Hear am I. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle is from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 through 16. And so it was with me, brothers and sisters. When I came to you, I did not come with eloquence or human wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony about God. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I came to you in weakness with great fear and trembling. My message was my, and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, these things God has prepared for those who love him. These are the things God has revealed to us by his Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God, for who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. What we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak, not in words taught to us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with spirit-taught words. The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness, and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. The person with the Spirit makes judgments about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgments. For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. This is the word of the Lord. Our Holy Gospel is according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter, beginning at verse 13. Jesus said, You are the salt of the earth. 
If the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Do not think that I've come to abolish the law or the prophets. I've not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter nor the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Therefore, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Where does salt and light come from? Who puts salt into the ocean and the earth for us? Who sent us light that can even now come to us from stars so far away that we are seeing their light from when the world first began. These vital mysteries are gifts of God who loved us from even before the world began. And so is Jesus, the Son of the living God, the gift to us from before time began. He is the vital mystery of God. Now so real, we can taste 
and see the spirit and character of God himself. We can taste the salt of his grace and peace. We can see the light of his love and strength. Like a branch that is handed life from the trunk of the tree, these things are his to give us. Jesus himself is connected to God our Father in heaven. They are one. Jesus is the trunk of the tree connected to the roots, reaching down deep into the earth. In the beginning, God gave birth to the whole world with just his spoken word. He created all things out of his love and strength. In his wisdom, he wants us to have good things, to nourish the soul and spirit. He wants us to have what is true and right and good. He wants us to have the really beautiful things. And God has always wanted this for us. And now Jesus announces that he is the fulfillment of God's sacred promise to us. He will make these vital mysteries into real things for us. So we listen with wonder when Jesus tells us, you are the salt of the earth. These words are his declaration of who we are. We are the salt that comes from deep within the earth and within the sea. Salt is pretty useful. It can preserve and flavor food Salt can clean wounds. Today, salt might be something you are trying to cut out or at least back on. But in the ancient world, many people did not get enough salt. So salt was a sign of hospitality and a sign of welcome on the table. To put salt before your guest was a wish for the wellness and peace of those you welcomed. At another time, Jesus told his followers, Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with each other. His listeners knew the difference between good and bad salt. You could go to the shore of the Dead Sea and gather some salt of poor quality from the tide pools around the sea, but it would soon be bland. 
But if you add salt that had been mined out of the rock cliffs nearby, that salt made everything taste good and feel right. Jesus is giving us the salt of the earth. This salt is rooted in the earth since before time began. It is the essence of his authentic character, the depth of his personality and spirit. This is the taste we crave. He makes everything come alive. So then, Jesus tells us, you are the light of the world. How light travels fast. It is at once a magical and very real thing. Light opens things. It reveals things. It draws us together. We can share what we see. And Jesus hints that his light even connects us to God our Father in heaven. We cannot live without light. And yet, we can never really hold it. It is a pure gift. We know the wondrous healing of sunlight to the soul. We celebrate the amazing growing power that light creates. So Jesus chooses well. When he says that we are the light of the world, and he almost creates a little story around it. Picture a lonely traveler walking through the dark night. He's not sure where to go. But then, in the darkness, he sees a distant light on a hillside. In a way, each of us is this traveler in the dark, who now sees a light, who is now encouraged and hopeful. He finds the strength to keep walking towards the light on the hillside. This light is a sign of life. It's a reason for hope. And as we trudge on, we see more clearly, it's a whole city. The light of the city says, we welcome you, lonely traveler. And this is the light that Jesus wants each of us to courageously be for each other. Our light of spirit says, here is a welcome sanctuary for you, my friend. Come in and rest here in the warm light. The traveler finds himself sitting in the home 
of those who want to hear his story. Everyone in the home gathers around the light from the lamp in the center of the house with interest and compassion. The conversation is, as Paul the Apostle would later describe, full of grace and seasoned with salt. To light this lamp is an act of faith. In Jesus' story, we can imagine a house where a knock on the door comes and the family inside quickly puts a bowl over the lamp to snuff it out. They are afraid. But those of faith will instead be brave and confident and say, Welcome, friend. Come into the light of my house. Our faith is in him. Jesus is the light of the world. In him there is no darkness. He is the light that gives light to every soul. In Jesus we taste the salt of the earth and we see the light of heaven. When Jesus first told us that we who know him are to be salt and to be light, no one could have guessed the glorious depth he would put into salt and light. Jesus was going to season the whole earth with the pure salt of his sacrifice. Then Jesus would reveal the eternity of light in heaven with his victorious resurrection. Indeed, Jesus would fulfill the law and the prophets and accomplish all that our Father in heaven desired for us. For us, he filled salt and light with the greatest of meaning and the most, most vital of purpose. Jesus gives us courage, he gives us confidence, he gives us faith, hope, and trust in the salt and light of his personality and character. He is the living God. So, now we can say, yes, Lord. It is an honor to be salt and light for you. In Jesus' name, may you be so blessed. Let me pray for you. Good Father in heaven, we thank you and we praise you and we worship you. For Jesus' gift of salt and light, May we hold sacred 
the living spirit of his character and person. Bless us that we may be salt and light. In Jesus' name, may we be so blessed. Amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We worship God with our offering. I invite you to send an offering to our church by mail or make a donation through our website. Thank you. Bless you. Together we pray, Righteous and Holy God, we praise you for your great love. You have given us your word that you may know that we may know of your salvation for us and be guided in living a holy life in response to your grace. We thank you for this great gift. Send us your Holy Spirit, that we may live our lives as salt and light in a world that needs your flavor and your light. May we be empowered to let our light shine with the true light of your goodness and love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we pray that we may be a city set on a hill, neither hidden nor obscure, but a beacon of hope and grace to a world in need. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, be with us in illness or struggle. Teach us to bear these trials 
relying on your grace. Where you will grant healing and wholeness, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God over all, raise up, we pray, leaders in every nation who will care with justice and compassion. Grant them wisdom to find the ways that lead to peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord Jesus, protect and defend all denied human dignity and freedom and those who have suffered from what is not fair or righteous. Grant them strength of faith to see you as their light and salvation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we pray for those we name before you in our hearts. Lord Jesus, your righteousness exceeds that of all. We thank you for governing us in your righteousness, that we may stand before you redeemed by Christ the crucified. These and all other things you would have us ask of you, grant to us for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, we thank you that Jesus has taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us, not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Blessed are you, sovereign Lord, for in your great mercy you came to be our Savior, our light, and salvation. Give us the gift of faith that we may be salt and light. To the glory of your name, may we be so blessed. Amen. Holy are you, O Lord. Your glory dwells among us and fills heaven and earth. Glory in the highest be to you. Arise, shine, your light is come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.
Thank you for listening to this audio service of Bethlehem Lutheran Church, Glen Lake, Minnesota. This podcast features Reverend James Disney with music by Sue Bloom, produced and edited by Amy Munson. If you enjoy listening, we encourage you to visit our website at www.blcmtka.org to learn more about our church and to support this podcast. Blessings upon your week.